Do you have any regrets? And if so, what is your biggest one? Oh my god. Or this... like regrets as in like opportunities, relationships, friendships, anything. Regrets. Mm, okay, yeah. Like I've had regrets in all elements, what you just said. You know, I think everyone has their own regrets in every aspect of their life. But one that comes to my mind is definitely friendships. I am for me I have to connect with you like if we meet each other and if I connect with you and it doesn't naturally flow the first time around I'm I'm not going to invest myself the same way that I did it the first time do you get what I mean yeah so my regret was before as I said I thought that you you just have to be nice and good mm -hmm. and that trailed me along with the wrong type of friends that I had mm -hmm. and there was a time where um I had I had a couple of friends that used me and then you know took opportunities I was the first one to drive out of all my friends I was the first one to like be like you know apply for a credit card and I put caravan a hotel on okay. my credit card and then waited for everyone to pitch in or yeah. like gas money and all these things mm -hmm. and I did get taken advantage of um that was my regret of not I don't the thing is I'm I'm an alpha I would consider myself so if everyone's kind of confused in the group I'll be like okay guys let's just go eat over here I've mm -hmm. always been like that like the almost like dominant try to make decisions if everyone else is lost what's your mm -hmm. sign I'm a Scorpio oh, okay. yeah that makes yeah. sense my best friend's a Scorpio okay I'm on the cusp but I'm November 22nd so it's like Saggy oh, in between uh, yeah okay. um, which I do feel like I'm I actually am 50 50 mm -hmm. but um I don't know I guess more Scorpio traits when mm -hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff like being more I always respect everyone around me like I'm I'm go with the flow type of person but I'm saying if everyone's lost and not coming with an answer I'll be like all right, all right. like let me make a decision <laughs> so I regret feeling the need to do that all the time that's my regret. I feel I always felt the the need to lead the pack and figure things out when everyone's lost. Like Charged. I could have just chilled back and relaxed like everybody else and been confused and let someone else take the wheel. Mm -hmm. But because I was the one to put myself in positions to lead and pick and decide things, um, I put myself in a position to get taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. So in those times where I was the first one to drive or you know put my card on the hotel like. Then I'm getting asked why are my why are they pitching for gas? Why am I? Or at the end of it all, I had a friendship, a really big bad friendship, where at the end she called me spoiled. But yeah. the whole time she was enjoying me being spoiled. Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny? Like That's talk now. Yeah. Talk you weren't. You didn't feel like I was spoiled when you were enjoying the luxuries yeah. of my life. But as soon as it doesn't advantage you, I'm spoiled. So that was my biggest regret, just putting myself in a position to always lead and make sure that everyone else is good when I, I really didn't need to. I could have just relaxed and not taken on that much of responsibility in the group. Yeah, yeah like for that. sure. I feel like I've done that. Just try to be like, not a people pleaser, but you just want people to be happy. You want yeah. the people around you to be happy. So you're going to do what you need to exactly. do. Exactly. And you want things to happen, right? Exactly. Like if you guys are all taking part of something and nothing's being done, you're going to be like, all right, I want all of us to have a good time or I want to make sure this happens. So, okay, fine, I guess I'll take on the responsibility. But what ends up happening is you're the only one to blame at the end of the day. Yeah. Though, because you're the one that did it. Did it. Yeah, you're the one that opened your mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just sit down and close your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Do you guys have any regrets? Um, It's honestly, hard. I have no regrets. I honestly. think in relationships, I think for me, I regret taking guys so seriously so young like from when I was in high school that's every girl that's literally every it's single like, girl it's like literally from high school I wish I waited 
I, I'm like trying to tell like my sister. She just turned 16, oh so my I'm like, God. every season, just don't date. They're all idiots right now. Wait till later. Oh They'll still God. be She's idiots. Gonna, like, you'll, be, you'll be ready, you know. And it's working so far. I think. Well, as I said, there's like regrets <laughs> in every element. Like when yeah. it came to relationships, mm-hmm. I feel like I regret trying to be the fixer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when they tell you things right from the get, don't be like, oh my god, it's okay, I'll show them the potential in themselves. Believe their ass. Yeah, believe everything. If you don't believe in yourself, I don't believe in you either. Yeah, that's my new thing. (laughs) I love that. That's a mood. All 2019 and for the rest of my life. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) but I used to be like, what are you talking about? You're a superstar. Let me spend the rest of my five years wasting my time to show you you're the star that you are, you know? At the end of the day, they're like, I told you I don't want to be a star. Why are you pushing me? (laughs) You didn't listen from the beginning. And that's what happens, right? And when you try to help people, instead of looking at it like a push, they'll mm-hmm. think of it as a shove. Yeah. And that's yeah. the difference. Well, I didn't like, tell you to do that. I never you told you to own. help me, and it's true. Yeah. No one told you to fix them, you yeah. know? So, yeah, just um, immature regrets, nothing now. Yeah, nothing now. I feel like I just try and live with intention. Like, yeah, in everything that's so I do. Cool. Yeah. And every, I try, but obviously we're not perfect, but... I have no regrets just because honestly like I'm building I'm still growing Mm -hmm. so like everything I feel like everything that's happened to me so far I feel like it's gonna make me a great person at the end of the day you know how cool it is we're all around the same age and it's like do you feel like you have a self no sense like you have a sense of self no right now that you know yourself to a degree to a degree to a degree but it's so funny that we've only experienced this half of our life And you have no idea who you're going to be when you're 50. No idea. No it's idea. almost like you're like, I'd say maybe three or four different people in your life. You think so? Yeah. Well, you never know. You don't know. Yeah, no. But like, to break so. it down the phases. Yeah. Like, of course. It's funny. Well, they yeah, say that every seven years you change, right? Like, every heard that, cell yeah. in your body change. Like, mm-hmm. you just entirely change every seven years. So, mm-hmm. think about, do you really think you're going to be the same person now than when you're a mother or when you're a grandma or, no. you know what I mean? Like, you're this big, <laughs> successful career woman with your own house. Things change you. Mm-hmm. And your so, experiences change you. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know how you're going to end up. Then You really don't. Yeah. You really don't. And I think that's so exciting. I feel like the core of you stays the same, in my opinion. Not stays the same, but you are who you are. Like I, I get what you're saying, though, yeah. with the whole core thing, because yeah. I feel like that about my morals. Yeah, like mm-hmm. who you are, what you believe. Yeah, what you believe your in. Little, like, yeah. yeah, little like, things about you, you know. Morals will never change. Yeah. That's okay. something that's instilled in you. That's your mm-hmm. soul. You yeah. know, that's what I feel like a soul is. What, the things that you, that, there's no conditions to, I mean, there's, it's not unconditional. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they could change if it's traumatic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. You know, but if it's something that's, you know, I hear you. you up, then. If it's for the better, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it's something like, you are never going to date anyone that's abusive. Mm-hmm. That's never going to change. Like, that's something yeah. like that. No matter what experience you go through, mm-hmm. that's never going to that's change. Here. That's something that's core, mm-hmm. and that's a part of your morals because you have self-respect and self-love and all those other things. So I think core values and morals never change, but yeah. you as a person transitions into different stages yeah. and better versions. And thoughts and all to. that. That's so true. Yeah, I think you have to. Life would be boring if you didn't change. Yeah. So Imagine boring. you were the same stupid 16-year-old girl that, like, fell in love with every guy oh, that God, you know. I'd be mean? hopeless. <laughs> I would be sad all yes, the time. set up for life. <laughs> so depressed. Set up for failure. Yeah, you know. Hmm. I have another question. Mm. Um, with all this... 
R. Kelly stuff that's going on right Ooh. now. How do you feel about the epidemic you're now seeing with men being exposed and degrading and harassing women? I think that it was time for something like this to come out. Mm-hmm. And it really hurts me. I've never personally been through anything, um, you know, sexually abusive or anything like that. And I, I thank God for it. But a lot of women have. And mm-hmm. it hurts my heart to think about all the people that are blaming the girls oh, yeah. or or dissecting R. Kelly and the artist. Like, mm-hmm. I know so many people uh, I see on social media, like Instagram and stuff, so many people are like, I'm still going to listen to his music. Mm-hmm. Is his music that important to you that you are going to completely dissect him from his actions? Yeah. Is music that important to you? No, not even music. Is one artist out of 7 millions, billion people in this world, billions. one artist out of millions of artists, and couple of songs that we like. There's not... Nobody likes every single R. Kelly song. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not yeah. like the guy sang at your wedding and... You know what I mean? It's like a special moment in your heart. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that people are using that as an excuse. Only because it's just like... Yes, he's amazing with music. But mm-hmm. music, at the end of the day, too, is supposed to make you feel something. There you yeah. go. So, and the fact that he made music, that he was probably relating to his fucked Exactly. That is, it taints the music. It taints it. I can't listen to Bump and Grind and stuff I just now. Think Asian, about nothing number, about a number. Yeah, like, I, that disgusting. came on my playlist the other day, and I'm, I love Aaliyah. Like, yeah. I would never say any... I don't know what she's thinking at that time or whatever, yeah. but hearing that song made me feel so sick. But it came on my playlist, and I had to change I it. Even, did you see, like, the, um, the cover for that song? If you actually take oh, it he's in... he's hidden in the... <gasps> yeah, creeping oh in the background. Yes. And it's crazy because I've seen that a million times. Like, and now I I'm like, don't take it Why in. Why is he creeping in the background of song that he's not even on? Like, do you get what it's I mean? So... Like, that's creepy. Yeah, it's just very... But, it ruined everything for me. And I was the biggest R. Kelly fan. And I can even admit that when I heard things, I turned a blind eye to it because I didn't hear their stories but that exactly. documentary was Changed like the game whoa I had to just I watched every episode and I just took in every girl and every episode I was getting more and more upset like there is no way you we're all interconnected and people don't realize that you know what I mean like there's no way that you can take his music and not think of him of what he did now. Yeah. There's no way. And if you are the yeah. type of person to kind of be like, well, I still love him as an artist. It's like you really gotta think about it. If that was your daughter, would you just be like, well, his music's still great? You you wouldn't do that. We're yeah. all interconnected. We're all humans. Whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. the reason why we feel empathy or sympathy for someone is because we're all human. And mm-hmm. you always when you like you know, get into traumatic situations or you see someone else get into traumatic situation, first of second, you think about, oh my God, I feel sad because if this was me, yeah, I'd be traumatized. Mm-hmm. I know? always relate it back to how I would always. feel. Or I how always I would feel if it was my family. Or, but friend. everyone feels like that whether they like to admit it or not because that's a human trait. That's not like a person trait, like person to person. That's, mm-hmm. It's instilled in us naturally mm-hmm. to connect on even a zero, zero point one percent chance of being like oh my god this could be me even if it runs through your mind for a second we're all interconnected and the fact that people are looking at r kelly and treating it like a joke that's it's real stupid to me it's Mm -hmm. real stupid i don't want to and i and i posted it and i felt no ways about it being like if you still like r kelly's music or still support him unfollow me because that's not kind of person i want around it's not about one person r kelly it's about anybody that's going through those situations yeah. i don't want to be associated i don't want you around i don't want you 
that kind of energy around me because yeah. I don't know what you, now you're capable of. <clears throat> yeah. Because now you're dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. I got in an argument with a guy about this the other day because he's like, oh, he's like, how do you know it's even true? And I'm like, how can all these girls make They didn't these, know each other. They didn't know each other. They're crying when they're talking. They, some girls couldn't even talk about it. I'm like, you think all these girls are actresses? Seriously? No, like, and they all have similar stories. Like, they all, the whole, like, um, him wanting to call them daddy mm-hmm. and then getting punished if yeah. they don't, like... There is no way that they're all lying about this. There's no way. And and it's just being proven in so many different ways. And you don't know how many people didn't come out yet. Yeah, exactly. There must be so many people that... So many. And the fact, one of the girls is still with him. Yeah. yeah Jocelyn, it. I'm like... And there must be more. Like, yeah. to know that, that's not like a movie that's made up off of a character. Like, mm-hmm. did you see, though, that um he had, like, a club event and it sold Chicago, out? Chicago, yeah. And girls were there, like, telling, like with signs and shit saying, like, let me be your sex slave. That and, is like, disgusting. It's sad. It's you know so what sad. I was even thinking about the other day when I thought, oh, my gosh, I made the worst mistake by watching all six parts <laughs> in one night. Oh, you watched it in one night? I swear I did because I work from home, so I always need, like, background noise when I'm working on my laptop. So I just played it, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't sleep that night, but, you know. I bawled. I cried. It got to me because I watched the whole thing in one sitting. It took me a couple days because I was, like, I'd watch a couple episodes, and I'm, like, I'm bawling. I gotta stop. Like, I'm emotional. I know, and it, like, hurt my heart, but Mm -hmm. it's just, it's insane to me. That, um, well, I was thinking about the other day after I watched that um, all six parts in one night. I was like, if I was to get into psychology, I would literally study celebrity to um, a fan kind of uh, relationship. Mm -hmm. Because interesting. It's so interesting to think about it. Like, we're all humans. It's just this person has a talent and we all like that person. That's all it is. We're all on the same level. But we are all on the same level. Like, I've been around a lot of celebrities. And I can't, I'm, I'm not even just saying this just to say this. I have never felt the need to be like, oh my God, yeah, oh my same. God, I'm excited, my heart's beating. And so I think I draw back me. more. The only like, person I'd be like that, that for is like Beyonce. I'd be like, even Beyonce's her. concert, like that was the first time I was like, wow. But that's yeah. because it's like, it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Well, you know, but like it's the idea of um, the ability to perform on that level. Yeah. You appreciate the act, not, yeah. not, I don't think of her godlike. I wouldn't, yeah. you know, like the be- beehive or whatever, like yeah. how they attack other people. Yeah. Like, I, I, I physically cannot connect with someone I don't know. No. That's the same reason no. I can't do long distance relationships. Like, yeah. I can't, Straight. I, I have yeah. no <laughs> I emotional can't. attachment to anybody that I don't personally know. Yeah. And that applies to celebrities. Even if I like, even when we were all younger, we used to love little Bow Wow. I wasn't crying. Yeah. Honestly, I, I went through my phase. I went to, like, one of the Scream tours, like, Scream Tour 3 oh God, with, so, like, B2K. Yeah, that was crazy. But <laughs> and see, I even, but, but, like, even I was young. Yeah, exactly. And it's, when you're young like that, you don't know how to handle your emotions, so, like, excitement turns into tears. You can't control that. But for women to, like, be like, hey, let me be your sex yeah. slave and stuff. grown woman. But break grown it down. Woman. The only thing that they admire about him <laughs> is that he's in a position of money and power. That's it. Yeah. That's and it. that you feel like being associated with him will bring that to you. And you like the idea that he's dominant and a man of power. Because if he was a janitor moving the same way, you wouldn't feel like that Yeah, you'd be him. like, this guy's a fucking creep. Like, he's creepy. He's creepy. But it's the yeah. element of money that yeah. all of a sudden is so attractive. Money, money positions changes how people look. And it's crazy to me that people can know all this and still 
feel the need to like connect to someone like R. Kelly. And defend them. Like even the parents. Defending them. The parents really got me mad during the whole documentary. Just because I was like, I'd be in jail. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, so this is how I feel. Because a lot of people are blaming the parents, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, a parent does have the role to, like, take care of their kids and be there for them and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you're a 16-year-old girl and you're saying, hey, I'm going to go down the street to my friend's house, and and then you go somewhere else, the, your can't, parents can't control And this is back shit. in the day. This is not like they, they have find my phone on their iPhones. Mm-hmm. They don't have like, you messaging me on Instagram to see when's the last time you posted. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. Back in the day, when you tell your kid, when, you, when you're when you a kid and you tell your, tell your parents that I'm going down the street, you're going down the street. Mm-hmm. And then even if you're not, there's no way to track you. Think about how many times. I used to lie to my mom about going to my girl's house just to go to Tim Hortons. Because that was further than where I was allowed to go. Yeah, you same. Know? I was under was something Mana's. stupid like that. But yeah. what if at that time I met an older guy? Do you get what yeah. I mean? There's no How way you know? can blame a parent to... What do you want them to do? Track them 24-7? They have to have a little bit of trust in their kid. And For they sure. did. For sure. And that doesn't mean that they weren't being strict or taking yeah. care of their kids. It's just... How do you know on that one specific day? Like one of the stories was... Remember um, one of the girls... The parents took her to an R. Kelly concert. Yes. They were right there. Yes, yes. And R. Kelly picked her out, and then she ended up going backstage and stuff. In that moment, do you think the parents are like, oh my god, he's going to do something or no. take her forever? because they're, they're, they're thinking right all there. these people are around, you know? But then it's just like, if I had a daughter, a 14-year-old daughter, I'm you, not letting her go on stage with R. Kelly. You're not going nowhere with R. Kelly. He's a sex symbol. That's just, That's like, like there's, course, yeah. there's, but also, like, it's like, our parents grew up listening to R. Kelly, probably made us to R. Kelly, you know? So they're looking at him like a figure, like... Exactly, that's what, I'm that's what, that's what, what it was, saying, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying, that's the problem. We're mm-hmm. looking at this man like he's fucking God. But, yeah. he's like, not. we as humans evolve as the world transitions and grows. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? As humans as whole, we're smarter now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's because of technology and social media and stuff. How can you expect the parents to know all this back yeah. in the day you yeah. you can't like you, can. you, you think in that very moment where he's like you come on stage they're like their brain's like oh my god he's a pet you know like mm-hmm. pedophile he's gonna yeah. do this yeah. with my girl and no. take her forever and we're gonna have trouble finding her back yeah. they're like yo i'm here right now yeah like what what's gonna happen what's gonna while happen? i'm here and he's a celebrity people. and my little girl sings Let's see if something can work. Maybe someone from from his management team can get her big. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you can't blame the parents for a split second that changed their life. Like, think about all the things that they had to deal with. Yeah. The the parents, Jocelyn or whatever, they they still don't have their girl back. The girl's older now, and yeah. they still don't have her back. Do you are you really gonna like sit there and blame the parents? Yeah. You can't to a certain extent, like with certain certain. I have, I have to blame them. Yeah, I get that. It's also yeah. like just because it's just like they're, regardless of age, they're yeah. they're they brought them into this world. I could never be a parent mm-hmm. and just think that my child's out there doing drugs, doing all this. I'd be position um, petitioning, like doing everything that they're doing. Like yeah. you know, I'd be doing the most. The yeah. only thing I, I do agree true. with is like you know how they haven't like they would go out Jocelyn's parents it's like they would go out the doors and until this day or whenever they started recording like two years ago mm-hmm. they would find out where she is like yeah. at the studio and then they would wait outside the studio and then call the cops and stuff 
I think my anger would I would break down the door and yeah. do a robbery. I would be I mean? like, like karate like, kicking through that. I door. Don't, I'm getting a bulldozer and running. Yeah, I don't care yeah. if I have to go to jail for a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's the only thing that I would like. Be that like that one mom that like literally went and she's like, they said the police they are coming her. and she's like, I'm just gonna up. I'm staying though. Like that's what I would do. That mom, yeah. I respect her because she went and got her child. You she know, didn't stop. but the kid wanted to. Leave, leave too so that made her job easier, easier right? but when they don't want to leave it's like you the parent can only fight so much you know and then until they just have to let their child make their mistakes and be ready to accept them when they smarten up you know and it's sad that I feel for the parents because I would be so heartbroken if I think was about them. this is what I felt like okay imagine your kid is alive mm-hmm. and just not with you you know how yeah. messed up that is it's not like your kid passed away and now you're grieving and trying to get yeah. over it not get over it but like you know heal live with it live with it because mm-hmm. you know there's an outcome there's a conclusion mm-hmm. like something happened and this is it now i have to get get through it and they're yeah. choosing a life that yeah, they yeah. want yeah. it's not like they don't want it exactly yeah. but they don't brainwashed. want it yeah. or, or it's just like they they think they want it but, but they, they don't know that it. it's not right <gasps> that, and they don't deserve exactly. it you know what, that whole time I'm like I wonder what he like says to them well yeah. they, they all said the same thing like he'll basically build you up and then break you down like That's he'll hype you up and make you sound like you're the greatest thing that ever happened to him and then you would invest your emotions into him, and then he would break you down and make you feel like nothing. So yeah. you felt like you were emotionally, you know, dependent, dependent on him. So mm-hmm. that that whole series really shifted my view and my thoughts on the way that guys move. And my second episode of my podcast was my experience of just thinking about myself in clubs back in the days, mm-hmm. you know? I related to that so much. Yeah. I used I to be like, a party Yo. girl, so I'm like, Yo. I've been to parties too, you know? Like, yeah. I used to go out, and I never thought it was a big deal or anything like that, but, like, mm-hmm. thinking about it, when I think about situations with this whole surviving R. Kelly, it didn't ever get to an extreme level of that, but, like, the, you know, characteristics of a guy is something worth paying attention to. If you, if in a normal setting like a club, it's all innocent, and a guy goes, hey, do you want a drink? And you go, nah, I'm good. And he goes, nah, just have a drink. No. I said, I, I li- yeah. I'm a grown woman, mm-hmm. 19 plus. Why are you asking me if I want a drink when the first time I said no? Yeah. Do you ever see girls pressing on guys being like, no, have another drink? Yeah. No girl is saying that to a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something like that, like as a mature woman now. It's like pay attention to those red flags. Pay That's- attention and, mm-hmm. and, be, and call them out. Mm-hmm. I used to call it out, but I would still laugh. And I know that about myself. Like, yeah. I would call guys out, but then I would do it in, like, a soft, jokey yes. kind of so way. So you're not being rude. Or you're not being rude. You're not you're being, not like... On any but that's how you drugs. should do it. But that's, but that's the whole thing. That. All this Me Too movement, everything, all the outcomes that came after Surviving R. Kelly. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, now girls are on this whole girl power thing. That's the way it should be. It should have been because men wouldn't take the shit. So you you want girls to be more careful so they don't get into positions like this. But then when they start being too careful, you're going to tell them that they're being extra? It's like, but honestly, it's just how the world is. You can never do anything without someone having a problem with it. It is what it is. For men, it's more their pride, though. It's like, you're telling them no, so it's just like... Right? Or the idea, it's it's not that serious. Like, I don't listen to that that sentence. It's not that deep or it's not that serious. I hate that. Because if I'm saying something to you and you turn around with anything I say, I could say, hey, like, I hate red boots. And if you say it's not that deep, I, right then in that moment, really felt like I hate red boots and respect that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just respect it. I don't, I don't take in that word, that sentence anymore. Like, it's not that serious. It's not so deep. Yeah. Because if I feel a way 
towards something and my emotions are invested in it, respect it or leave, you know? Mm-hmm. But to downplay what I'm feeling about anything, it could be about something stupid, it could be something about anything, whereas when it's like you telling me to have a drink and I don't like that, mm-hmm. or pushing me about it and I don't like that and I'm saying it and you say it's not that deep, it really is deep. It's deep yeah. to me. It doesn't yeah. mean that it needs to be deep or serious to you. Yeah. And that's something that I really had to learn. Like Before, I used to be like, oh wait, is it? Is it, is it not that serious? Mm-hmm. When someone used to be like, okay, calm down. It's not that serious. And I used to be like, oh yeah, true. It's not that serious. Like Maybe the, I'm being extra and all these girls, everyone around me is like going with the flow. Why am I the one going against it? Mm-hmm. But now I don't I don't care. You make me feel uncomfortable. I'm going to call you out. Yeah. Even in a club, the same episode is just like, I think about just like little things. You know when like people are drunk like and they don't know you, they'll put your arm around mm-hmm. you and stuff? I don't yeah. like that. I, I don't, don't like, know you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm you little. You, you throw your arm around me, I'm already <laughs> leaning one way that yeah. I don't need to be, yeah. you know, like <laughs> in my yeah, heels. Like, back off. In like, my heels. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on one foot. On one foot. I don't like <laughs> like it like it's just so many different elements yeah. that i just chose a club setting as an example because i feel like you go through those emotions oh. in one night yeah. the way you put, that episode is amazing yeah, everyone please really listen good. to talks with tq thank that you. episode was so good because i was like i felt every part of it like showing up late calling the bouncer trying to, or not the <laughs> bouncer the getting promoter, ready part, the just getting, getting ready. ready and like getting cheesed while yeah. you're getting ready yeah. and like all of that calling all the, the promoter, effort you know and it's like it's that idea like it's the same thing you build yourself up and then you break yourself down the idea of you get yourself ready you get mm-hmm. yourself cute and you're like I'm ready for this night and then you call the promoter and he knows he's gonna like walk you in you're gonna mm-hmm. skip the line mm-hmm. now, you, now you're getting built up now you're confident your head is high like he's nice. walking you to the club he's walking you to the booth yeah. and you're like all right cool like you know i'm the shit like yeah. this feels nice you're building yourself up and but once you get there you had all of these glorified moments up to that point but now you're there and now they're breaking you down by forcing you to have drinks yeah. touching you when you don't need to be touched like mm-hmm. asking you to do things or dance or have another drink or leaning on you and doing all these things but you're like but you did so you Got me into the club, made me skip the line, made me feeling, made me feel so good about dressing up. Mm. Get got me to the best booth, but once I'm there, I'm having this horrible time. Yeah. But you feel the need to tell me that it's not that serious and it's all good because you've done all these things to lead me up to this moment yeah. just to break me down. Now I don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. That tight dress doesn't feel good on me anymore. Yeah. These fake eyelashes feel heavier on my face now. Oh, like all shit. these things, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I so hear you. that's what I, I only chose a club setting, and I know a lot of girls are like, I still club. I'm like, that's not the it's point. Not, no, it's, you can still club. You don't go to the club. What was the last? Club? I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you last. Well, and you I'm know, not opposed to When did you guys start started clubbing? Me, nineteen. 16. I was yes, nineteen. So, I was I was sixteen and that doesn't mean start, I started regularly clubbing when I was sixteen. It's just I started to get in when I was yeah. sixteen. Mm-hmm. So from sixteen to now. That's 10 years. <laughs> like, I'm over clubbing. I'm Even tired. if I was having yeah. a great time, like, I'm over that setting. And I used to bartend, too. So after bartending, I was like, oh, Just did. seeing, being sober and seeing it oh from, like, God. the outside. That's like, how and, I used to like, do social you know? media management for that club. Yeah, music is And it was just so bad. Like, everyone yeah. just drunk around me, and I'm the one just sitting yeah. there. Like, I, I have to take pictures of these people, yeah. like, you know, and, like get them to like post and repost when they're like drunk or whatever like it's not fun especially but that's the thing whether you're sober or you just are more woke you know what I mean like you're you're more open-eyed about the things that are going around you Mm -hmm. that's what I mean you stop having fun because you're like oh wait so when I hear about things like surviving R. Kelly and people blaming the girls it's like 
how do you not remember what you were like when you were a young girl? Yeah. How do other girls not relate to these I girls? I would, like, think of marrying, yeah. like, Nick Carter back in the day. And, like, <laughs> grade, you know? Grade 11, so, I like, had mans waiting for me after school. Really? <laughs> older guys. Older guys. Yeah. I think I only, in high school, probably only one older guy. And I, I thought he was creepy because I'm like, you're older. Like Really? Yeah. Like, see, I thought I was mature for my age. Yeah. When guys just used to, like, yeah. pick me up and, like, I'm like, ooh. I'm the girl with, hey, that gets picked yeah. up by a guy. Like, you know, he has a car and everything. Nobody has their car. Yeah. I thought I was the... Like, you're the, you're shit. the shit. I'm the shit. I, I I'm know the special a lot of girls felt like that, you know? Yeah. I just... My mom, though, like, my mom went through so much growing up, so she always, like, educated me. She's like, if... This okay, is that's weird. a big thing, right? This is weird if a guy does this, because she went through her own trauma. So, like, every every guy, she and was just listen? suspicious. And you listen? For the most part, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so did not. No, but like certain things, like I remember the older guy I dated, like he just had so much time on his hands, and I'm like, you're 18, like I'm like, do you have a job? That's good. Go to college. That's good that you picked that up. Why? Like, it was just weird. Like, and he was, like, obsessive. And then I was like, no, this is weird. Like, my gut feeling. Yeah. I listened that's to it good. at that time, you know? But see, I think that was, like, I had to, and I'm going to, that's the whole reason why I started this podcast, too, is because mm-hmm. I had to understand a lot of different things about mm-hmm. myself. Down to the way that um, my hair texture is. Like, I'm the only one with curly hair in my family. I'm the lightest in my family. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one with the sure. birthmark on my face, but everybody else in my family has it on their leg. You know, there was just so many different elements and um, that was like something that I had to have a conversation about myself too when it came to like guys and stuff because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a really, really strict household and like my background's Pakistani so my mom is like a real brown lady that's just like, don't talk to me about <laughs> anything, like, you know? Like, because I grew up in such a, like, a strict household, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't have these conversations with my mom. Like, oh. the first one to be like, why? 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 She ask too much up. questions. Yeah, <laughs> I asked everything because I didn't understand it. And it bugged me more because she didn't have the answers. Mm-hmm. It's because she never got to ask her mom the question. Yeah, so now like, you're looking for it. Yeah, now I'm searching mm-hmm. for it. And I'm like, you don't even know. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know? And things like, oh, like, Something simple like being on the phone. I used to be able to be on the phone till 12, but then 12.01, my mom used to pop in my room and she's like, get off the phone. And I'm like, <laughs> why? And she's like, because you're not supposed to be talking on the phone late night. I'm like, why? my conversation didn't change from like 11.59 to 12.01. Yeah. You think, I'm like, <laughs> think it's going to get freaky after yeah. 12? <laughs> but she thought that because she didn't know because like yeah. back in the day, if you're not, if you're a girl on the phone with a guy like late at night, you don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like you, that doesn't happen, especially yeah. when like a, like brown people and stuff mm-hmm. or like Pakistani, I mean. It's like, like inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Them, yeah. Like, but mm-hmm. I, but I was the first one to be like, why? Like, I'm like, mom, do you think I'm like 11.59 talking about like teddy bears and like you know, and pillows it, and, like, rainbows, like rainbows and stuff. And, and then I told one, I'm like, what are you wearing? Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen. So, yeah. and for her, it was, like, a big progress for her to go through, too, and learn because she's, like, oh, wait, true. Like, yeah, yeah, right. true. Like, <laughs> she's probably, like, living through you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she, it was for her to, like, really realize, like, mom, like, I'm good. Like, you don't even have to worry about me. Like, I don't even want to be on the phone with a guy at 12.01 talking about freaky things. Like, I don't want to do that, you yeah. know? And when I kind of um, stabilized that trust in her, then things got a little bit easier. But 
I wasn't able to have these conversations with my mm-hmm. mom like you. Mm-hmm. I had a young mom, too, though. My there mom had me when she was 18, turning 19. Which so is the benefit, She was though. growing yeah. with me. There's pros and cons, course, obviously, yeah. but it was... I am so thankful for that because she made me so emotionally intelligent, like, early. That's so She good. taught me a lot early, so... And she would just have open conversations with me. That's she, amazing. The yeah. sex talk happened when I had my first I period. never had the sex talk, me yeah. either. Ever. Really? What's your background? I'm Jamaican. What? But my mom's just like, she's always been very protective over me. So I think that's just where, like, we never really had that relationship Mm -hmm. to talk about those things. It wasn't wasn't like a friendship. Yeah, now it's slowly starting to, like, you Mm -hmm. know, we'll make jokes here and there Mm -hmm. and be like, oh. Like, I sent her that meme the other day where I was like, um, what did it say? Um... How did you? How did I get conceived or something like that? And the, the message said, "Oh, I just wanted a back rub or something like oh, that." The and back I sent rub. it to her, and she, she was dying. She was dying, and I'm like, "Yeah, like you know, it's it's changing. It's opening yeah, up, it's opening yeah. up." So. Because she trusts you as an adult now. Too. Yeah. That's the thing. I had to have that conversation with my mom too, because I'm like, before you used to ask me where I am, who I'm with, what I'm doing, because. I couldn't even trust myself. You know what I mean? But, like, now I want to be in positions where I'm safe and I'm good. So Mm -hmm. you don't need to be worrying about every little thing. Like, you can relax. And and I'll come home and tell you about my night because I want to. Mm -hmm. Not because I have to, you know? Mm -hmm. Because now I'll tell her. I'll call her up now and I'll be like, guess what happened? And it's so much more beautiful that Mm -hmm. way. Because now you've become my friend that I actually care to share my news with you know you need that at this age you need a friend you don't need a mom mom. you know she's capable of mothering yeah exactly at this point yeah you just have to respect her but you have to know that you can talk to her i was blessed that i'm very thankful because my mom's been my friend that's so sweet when she first found out i had sex with jamal like back in high school my boyfriend now she when she found out i had sex she's like well I guess I well, can't damn. yell. <laughs> She's like, what do I say now? She's done. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it. Yeah, like, the <laughs> yeah. It's done. See, yeah. that's good. No, with my mom, it was just like, I was never allowed to have those conversations. Like, it's so crazy to think about when I used to go through even, like, breakups, she didn't even know I was in a relationship to begin with, right? So, so like, she's like, what's wrong why, with you? Yeah, why are you sad? Yeah, she's like, why are you sad? And I'm like, oh, homework. <laughs> like, you know? And it's like, I knew to, like, deal with my emotions in my room. And then as soon as she's like, Tamina, there's dinner. I'm like, okay, hi. What's up? Shit up. You know? But that actually trained different elements of me, too. Because I know how to get it together way quicker now. Mm-hmm. So that's true. the good things ab- about that. But um, I wasn't able to have this open communication and be like, Mom, this guy likes me. What do you think I should do? You know, yeah. I-, I couldn't have those conversations with her. So everything was trial and error. Mm-hmm. And I've always um, broken down the kind of relationships I have to, um, you know, the first relationship, I just loved how much he loved me. And then mm-hmm. there was the second relationship was lust, where I was like, unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. but I liked anything that he did because I didn't expect anything from him yeah. and then the third one was like my first experience with actually real love and meeting my mom and me meeting his family and it was like good but so you're in a relationship now yeah okay. so okay and you've been together since is it like three a- years now wow yeah okay. I'm a strict mom it just kind of like restricted me in kind of developing relationships and stuff in a way where I had to kind of discover everything on my own mm-hmm. and figure it out and I had to go through it and then understand it versus my mom being like cut that off right now mm-hmm. like it's not good for you I couldn't have those open-ended conversations I agree with that too because like as open as me and my mom were she was more um certain things she was more aggressive to the point where I'm like it, 
I would you say. You tune it out. Yeah, I would tune it out. I'd be like, it's not even like that. Like, you're thinking too deep mm-hmm. for me to later find out, no, you were right mm-hmm. <laughs> for saying that. They're always right. They're all, usually always. always right. So I did go through my own trial and error, too. Like, when I hit my 20s, I just, like, me and her had a rocky relationship, and I was just like, I can't even talk to you right now, so let me figure this out. Mm-hmm. But now we're cool. We're exactly. Cool see, yeah. that's the way. You go through phases, but see, of course. like, girls that can't have those conversations with their parents, like, they don't know better. Mm-hmm. That's why these little girls that met R. Kelly, like, how do you know, like, you know, back in the day, Bawa messaged you, and he's like, hey, like, let's chill. You're gonna be like, okay. Yeah, like, I'd know, be like, I'll, I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Where? Are you gonna fly me out? I've never been on the plane. Like, yeah. that was the situation with the girl. She was getting flown out. Okay, you're the biggest celebrity in the world, mm-hmm. one of, you know, and you could have any girl in the world that yeah. you want. But as a teenage girl, he sees something special in you, and you're like, wow, he chose me? I'm special. Like, really think like you're... The only one that threw me off was a girl at the end. You know the one when he was going through his court case for, like, peeing on the girl, and then she, like, stood outside of the courtroom... Yeah, that one And had signs near the end, and she would, like, stand out with posters and stuff, remember? I felt like that was a little... Oh, she was the fan. The fan. She was... She, honestly, you can look at her, and you could tell that there's just so much, like... So much hurt. Yeah. So much, like, going on. Yeah. So much. Yeah. For sure. That one, that one was the only one that threw me off because I almost felt like you were presented this whole case in front of you and yeah. you chose to. But then again, that, that could have been a young girl that just you don't know wanted to believe in him. But I think that's that's her thing, too. That's mm-hmm. probably what, what messes her up in her brain is she was so in love with this thought of who he was. Yeah. And then when it came to reality, now she's like, wow, like, she's, it's almost like she's heartbroken, like, yeah, I hear you, you know, like, like this dream guy became this, yeah, hype, you know, yeah. where they, well, she probably felt like she knew him, even while listening, you know how some people are like, yeah, I know, like, they yeah. can talk about a celebrity like it's their friends, I call people out on it all the time, they're like, Chris Brown wouldn't do that, and you're like, how do you, how, how do, do you know? know, yeah, how do you <laughs> know, if you, call them, you can't Jordan? speak for anyone, anyone, yeah. celebrity, your grandma, your anybody, yeah, like, you, you cannot speak for anyone's thought process mm-hmm. when they're not around you, there's no one in this entire world that tells you everything, yeah, anyone's capable of anything, anything. at the end of the day, so yeah. it's just odd to me that people would blame the girls, blame the parents, like, parents, okay, I, I totally get to a certain degree, but, like, Blame the girls? Like, really? No, I would never blame the girls. The whole idea is he triggered girls that are not mature yeah. enough to make their own sexual decisions. Yeah. Naive. They're yeah. naive. And he said, oh, are you a virgin? I'll teach you. Like, do you know how sick that, that is? Oh, it just, it's heartbreaking, you It's, it's so, so heartbreaking. heartbreaking. That's why I took it personal because it's not about R. Kelly. It's about any man that manipulates young women. Mm-hmm. And for people to kind of downplay that, it's like, it's not one of those. It's you don't not one to downplay. Like yeah. I, like, I saw a meme the other day, and it's, it said, basically, it doesn't matter how fast a girl is, you can't blame her for a grown-ass man exactly. finding her He's attractive. the adult, but then, honestly, when I look at it, he's also a child. He's I also think, living in a time yeah. where he was hurt. You know, and that's what the person remember I said I was arguing with a guy about this. He's like, "Well, he's sick too," and like, basically muting him is just gonna make it worse and make him make it worse for one. I'm not saying I wish he goes and kills himself. I hope he gets help. Yeah, but I'm not gonna fucking support your music. The idea that he actually ended up getting molested by his sister Sister. or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and how yeah. are they dealing with it? Are yeah. they going on? This is the thing, right? If something happens to you, you can either try to figure out a solution for yourself because he's the one that admitted it in an interview that he yeah. ended up getting molested by someone in his okay. family. Remember. Yeah, yeah, there's an did. interview where he yeah. admitted it. Yeah. So that tells me that you know what happened to yeah, you. Yeah, you, right? you know. You know the you're, situation. You're consciously aware of what happened to you. Now, the girls know that what consciously happened to them. Mm-hmm. Now, right? So, are they going around molesting little boys now? Yeah, like, you can't use that as an excuse. Like, and that's what I hate, like, with this, these kind of situations is, like, people with mental issues or, like, trauma or whatever. They use that as an excuse for what they do. Like, you can't. You can't. Your responsibility, you can go, everyone goes through their thing, but I feel like your responsibility is to get out of that mindset. Seek help. Seek help. Or, or, or. Or Deal don't engage it. into that. You know yeah. what I mean? If you feel like you continuously... There was parts of the documentary, too, where he told his management that um, he has a problem because he keeps recording the girls. Remember? He like mm-hmm. he actually said to one of his management guys, I think the security or something, and he's like, there's something up with me. I don't know how to stop myself. Yeah. I keep recording. Like, and those people that just stood by and just let money, that shit happen, payroll. it's sick. <laughs> it's sick. fucking sick. And like, I don't... No like, one said, this is fucked. Like, what are you doing? And the fact that he said, has a management team blows my mind i think they're so deep in the water and they know that if it gets it like if the dirty laundry gets out that mm-hmm. they're gonna get thrown in jail too yeah so that's why they're protecting they're just now. protecting yeah they're uh-huh. just in too deep the you way know? i just see things is like common sense isn't common. so common <laughs> it's not and hurt people hurt people like i always mm-hmm. put those two sentences together because i'm or sorry those two phrases together because mm-hmm. it's like they go hand in hand they do they and do. regardless of what he did it's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's it. I agree. But at the same time, he needs to go. What do you think is going to happen to him now? Oh, he's on right now. I'm, I'm scared to say this, but I feel like he's there's no there's going to be no justice until he does it again. Really? Oh, okay. Unless he does I it see again, where from like he does it one more time. No, and then I don't even. And then if someone else, up. like if someone else has relevant information from right now, because like. As sad as it is, yes, charges were brought against him before, but nothing was done to prove it. And now so much time has passed. Like, I've been through my own situation where I was a young kid, and so much time has passed. Like, how can I prove that? I have no DNA evidence. I have no True. no friggin' eyewitnesses. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. Like, what is my case against you? And that's what sucks about the law. It's It sucks, but it's also... It is it's what justice, it is. It, right? It's like, justice. You, know one can lie on you, you need to that. You need to be able to prove that, and... Well, the whole thing was a lot of people were mad that um, Sparkle's niece mm-hmm. didn't, like, admit in the court what yeah, happened. and her family, too. Her family said nothing happened. But I get where they were coming from, because imagine if you had a daughter. You don't want her, her to name. be the face of... Being, you know, peed on. being peed in her mouth. I would, I honestly, as much as I would want justice, I wouldn't want my daughter out there, her name out no. there like that. But un- it's unfortunate that but it's still happening. It's, it's so weird that the law doesn't allow you to anonymously be anonymous. admit that. Especially because she was a minor, it should be anonymous, but yeah. I don't know. And it's sad, but... Well, the, they're saying that the FBI, like, the last thing I seen posted was, like, the they FBI were is, like, investigating uh, one of the girls that he flew out. They're trying to figure out her flight, like... What, if she was actually flown out when she was underage because oh. certain states you can the legal age is like mm. 16 or something like that right so to fly so, alone or whatever. To, no, no no to have sex oh like yes. your consent, the age of adult, consent right? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah the age of consent is like 15 or 16 mm-hmm. like those like little hick towns and stuff whatever yeah. so it's legal to 
fly someone out of their own state and fly them out to those other Hicktown oh. states where it's a younger age um, for sexual consent. Yeah, yeah. And because um, that's a sex slave then. Because then they, yeah. anybody would do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just kidnap a girl from a state, yeah. bring her into a state where it's legal, mm-hmm. have sex with her, and then be like, what? She's of consent. She Age of consent. It, you know? And that's so, a thing too. Like, I think he knows what he... He has to know the law because he's evaded getting charged for so long. Well, it's also money, right? He just pays off yeah. anyone. Like, they were saying that like, he paid off the judge. Yeah. But right now, the FBI is investigating what age she was when she was... when he flew her out to mm-hmm. one of these like states that the consent age was younger because she still left from where it wasn't legal probably mm-hmm. okay makes sense you can't do that unless mm-hmm. you guys are on vacation and whatever yeah but if you're just doing that for the sole purpose of being flown out just to have sex that's that's sex slave but, but he's muted for life yeah and yeah. just men period overall like get your shit together <laughs> because it just doesn't make sense. You're going to have daughters. You're going to have sisters. You're going to have mothers. Mm-hmm. Can you just place them in those situations yeah. and, and think about what <sighs> But you, you know do. what? It's so much deeper than that because guys it are is. trained in society mm-hmm. to be masculine and in a way where they can't handle rejection, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I try to say. Like, I, I really, really hurt for the guys that, like, girls... They'll be in a relationship and the girl doesn't allow them to be emotional. And they're like, why are you acting like that? Like, why are you yeah, acting weak for it? Like, I let my guy go through his emotions yeah, and I actually, true. like, applaud him for it. Because if yeah. you don't do that, he is going to be all, you know, cooped up in his feelings. And mm-hmm. then if you reject him, he's going to blow up. I yeah. want to see that shit. I want to see that you could cry yeah. and you're human. Like, yeah. you know, you're not Exactly, just a but they're robot. trained that way. So a lot of guys, they feel like they have to do this, like, cold exterior <laughs> thing where they're, you know, I always say, take off your cool. Like, mm-hmm. I can't vibe with you if you don't take off your cool. And I always say that if someone's acting all big and bad, I'm like, take off your cool. You think yeah. I like that? Like, yeah, take off, down. take off your cool. I like, don't care. I wasn't here for that. Yeah. If I wanted a cool guy, there's a million of them out there, mm-hmm. you know. But um, this whole like society expectations of a guy to always have it together, always be cool, calm, and collected. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes sure. to a time when they are like, hey, like. I'm this big guy and I'm the shit or whatever. I have this drink. And you're like, no. They're like, what do you mean no? And yeah. then that's when it all transitions. So then they feel like, well, in the case of R. Kelly, where he just feels like I wouldn't get rejected by a young girl. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't even know herself. It doesn't, yeah. mean, it doesn't you know? make sense. So him. I would just say to guys, like, you know, be more open with your emotions and girls just be more accepting of that too. No guy has to be this big, bad guy all the time. Sure. Exchange in emotion, um, you know, conversations mm-hmm. and experiences. And um, a lot of guys, when you feel like a girl doesn't want to be around you, that should be enough for you to run away. Like, yeah. there, you don't need to ever prove yourself to overstay your, where you're not needed or yeah. wanted. There's boundaries. <clears throat> respect them or keep it moving. Like, I think... For like females, like we always, we always want this like bad boy, like you know. Oh like, my god! We always That's think a whole that it's podcast. a whole episode. <laughs> Should I stop? No, no. Okay. <laughs> it is though. We, we want down. this bad boy mm-hmm. and. I think the more and more that we get older, we realize that that's just not what we want. It's just mm-hmm. for the time being, and it's what's giving us a thrill. Yeah, of course. Know? And I was joking. challenge around. is, like, exciting, yeah. you know? But I always joked around because I'm like, I always went for the cool guys. I've always gone for the guy that's just, you know when you see, like, um, I'm going to use a club reference again, but, like, you know when you see like, a whole bunch of guys in, in a booth? Yeah. I always used to look at the guy that's just chilling, sitting down. down. Yeah. You know all the other guys are, like, hyping up with their yeah. bottles and stuff? The one that's not having fun and 
sitting down in the booth on yeah. his phone, I was like Tim because I thought he was cool. I yeah. like those ones. I know those I like ones. Because you're like, how yeah. come you're not having you're fun? Not doing What's your story? Right. You know? But I've always been attracted to, like, before, like, it was always guys that were too cool. But mm-hmm. growing up, I'm like, the reason why they're so cool and quiet is because they don't even have the communication skills to, like, actually have a conversation mm-hmm. with you or the intellect to form words. That's why they're sitting there quiet, yeah. you know? So I'm over the whole cool guy thing. Yeah. Like, if you cannot indulge in your emotions, you're... Yeah. That's weird It's to okay me. to feel what you're feeling and express it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I, I want a lot of girls to realize, if you find yourself talking and then you find yourself, like, you know when you're saying stuff and you're like, oh, this might be weird? Yeah. yeah. If you feel like that around someone, they're not for they're you. Not. Yeah. Because I used to do that. I used to, like, be in conversations with guys and I used to, like, start talking about the universe and, like, how the world works mm-hmm. and, like, my hippie self comes <laughs> out. And they're talking about trees and stuff. And they're like, oh, true? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, true? Uh, like, you're not into that. the universe yeah. talking to you. What do you mean, oh, true? How are you not interested? Like They're like, very minimal, though. So, yeah. you know, most of them no, are. No, but, like, the thing is, I realize that they're not. We just have confined ourselves into a space where we only attract those kind of guys. Yeah. You get what I mean? And if you just, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to hate to say this right now, but if you only restrict yourself to like a certain type of like space where you're going to the same clubs and the same lounges and the same spots and with the same people, like I did that for a very long time and I thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to go to different places. And uh, But it's just like what we're accustomed to. If you are going for the cool guy and you've only restricted yourself to like go out to these three places when you go out, that's all you're going to find. You yeah. need to switch it up where you go, who you talk to. And and that whole gut feeling of when you're like, shit, I need to stop talking. Mm-hmm. When you eliminate that, you start attracting to the right people. Because I used to be like, oh, let me stop talking about it. This is not cool. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to be with this cool guy, and now I'm talking about stuff that I don't even think he's into. Let's go. T- but I'm just talking cool. about ball, you know. And yeah. it is cool though, because it's something you're interested in. Of right? course, but any single time you feel the need to shut up, even if it's like a topic that you wouldn't usually discuss. You think that your brain shouldn't discuss new things? You think your brain should be confined into the same subjects that you always talk to? Mm -hmm. If you've never talked about aliens in the universe ever in your life before, but if you feel like doing it today, do it. And if someone else makes you feel stupid for talking about those random things... They're not for you. How how limited are they? Mm -hmm. That's what I always talk about. Any single time I meet people and I felt... I have that gut feeling where I'm like, oh, I'm talking too much about Mm -hmm. weird shit right now. I'm like, yo, they're not even my people. Yeah. Because if I'm, like, feeling weird about talking about random stuff, that's what humans are supposed to do. Yeah. That's why we have a tongue and a mouth and, and a brain, you know? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be yourself. No, I agree. I, I went through that. Like, one of my relationships, like, we just, our interests are so different. Like, you'd be like, you're a weird hippie. Like, I, like just like yeah. you. Yeah. I would talk about, like, spiritual stuff, and you'd be like, what the fuck? And, yeah. But then there's and, guys out there that will literally tell you about yeah. more things that you don't even know exactly. about. Exactly. Give you exactly. that knowledge. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other podcast yeah, it episode. Is. It is. Cool guy. For sure. We went on stuff. Yeah, we went off. An hour and 31 minutes. Oh, well, that's when the vibes are good. That's good. I know. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to close out the episode. We want to thank you again so much for thank sharing you. your time with us. Yeah. Thank you we guys really for appreciate having me. It. This was really cool. I yeah. hope to be back. Yes, we'll get you yes, back. I need you guys sure. on my podcast. Yes. Yeah, okay. We're Whenever down. you're ready. Okay, we're cool. down. And we'll come to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, you better. Yeah, we'll come to you next okay, time. Sounds good. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Soulful Synergy Podcast. Our Twitter is at Soulful underscore Synergy, and we post new episodes weekly on our website at www.soulfulsynergypodcast.com. 
We are Soulful Synergy.